It's another sad edition. It's hitting the high notes. Jazz talk. It is. I am here. I am your host. You can find me on the Twitterverse and the IG. You probably don't want to find me on the Twitterverse or IG, but if you do, it's at Who Trans Superman. That's H U U T R A N Superman, um, uh, or at Jazz High Notes, where um, uh, you will find all my spicy uh, jazz hot takes. Like the, for instance, the series um, uh, is apparently going to be played on Friday still. Um, uh, game six in L.A. Uh, let's bring on um, two uh, people who I think are depressed or, or a little bit sad or maybe even angry. Uh, first off, he goes to distance. He's 49. Go distance 49. Jared Barker, what's up, man? Not much, brother. Sad or, uh, sad just... or angry? Uh, I mean, the anger passed in like 10 minutes or less. So um, anger was your first emotion. Yeah. Okay. And now it's kind of like, oh, bummer. I mean, we only got one game left to really see what this team has and maybe they can push it to two who knows but oh, only one game honestly, left um, uh, seems very pessimistic right there yeah um yeah. Uh, uh dragon squatch him um, uh, he the squatchers of dragon um uh um uh, somebody i think i found his burner today i can't remember what the tweet was i'm gonna go look for it and then i'm, uh, I'm i'll introduce somebody I look for the tweet logan what's up logan <laughs> oh yeah we're just we're t- we are I think we're going from anger and rage to like numbness. Like I don't know, it feels okay. like a death. All right, well, that's what death is like. I would like to. Um, uh, I'd like to welcome you to having a soul, which is nice. Um, I think that's uh, that's awesome. Like yeah. um, I was afraid that um, uh, you your soul was gone, but obviously it's not. So don't worry, we can we can let it go for until next season and soul comes back. I guess I don't know. Um, uh, uh, and the tweet I was referring to is um, uh, from um, uh, Fox out of Box, who said, "I'm no, I know I'm an." A hole on here sometimes, and I'm sorry about it. But it's funny to me. People assume the way I tweet is the way I am in person. Nah, this is where I go to get the stuff out, so I'm not that person in real life. And I was like, Dragon Squatch, that sounded very Dragon Squatchy, and apparently he liked the tweet. So, uh, you know, it's, it's yeah, I, saw, I saw I saw it earlier today, and quite a few people had similar thoughts. It's a very similar <laughs> vibe, but again, there's no guarantee that I'm not that way in real life either, though. So, right. so. Um, uh, I'm exactly like the way you, you hear me in real life, folks. This is this is all you get. I'm very surface level, surface level. So, um, let's talk about game five. So we haven't recorded since game two. Um, uh, we had sort of made uh, like you're like we're, we're going to record after wins because people are going to be excited. People are going to want to listen to it after losses. People are not as excited. Um, and uh, but after game four, I, I, I kind of felt there was some some real tension in in the Jazz Twitter space and. Uh, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe people just need to vent and get out some feelings here. Um, uh, congratulations to, to you two. Um, jazz in seven is still very much in play. So, um, well, I said jazz in six, which is impossible. No, oh, it is yeah. impossible. Um, uh, uh, to be fair, J- Jared did say um, uh, jazz in seven, six, or the Clippers win. So all his predictions are pretty much still in play. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's how if, I do. I'm always flo- right. I'm always If you right. float enough out into the world, you'll yeah, have exactly. you one hit. Enough, you always win. <laughs> ran, ran the gamut there. Um, uh, so, guys, um, uh, you know, situations have changed. Um, uh, after game two, things have uh, gone downhill. I mean, I, I again, I try to be even keel on this. Even though I was excited after game two and we recorded and we talked about it, um, I'm pretty sure we were pretty careful not to, like, get too far ahead, talk about the next round, talk about the Suns. Um, uh, we were trying to talk about, you know, I think I even said, hey, you know, I think there's a really good chance that the Jazz go 2-2. I thought the Jazz had a really good chance of going 3-2. Um, and this is, I'm going to tell you guys, like, my PTSD, 
kicks in here because I'm, uh, you know, last night, you know, or even after game four, I felt, all right, I think the Jazz have a, a good shot at game five. Coming back to Utah, I, I had seen what I, I need to see, and I thought I thought they had a good chance. Um, and then the Kawhi news comes down, you know, he has um, an ACL sprain, um, uh, and that he'll probably likely miss the rest of the semifinal. And that made me nervous, and that's and I own to that. That's my own PTSD. That's my own like. That's um, what uh, it should have done, though, because that's this is what this team has done to us. When when they play a hurt team, they feel like, oh hey man, we can take it easy and we're gonna cruise. Yep. And, and you're right. And well, I mean, I don't. Right is a weird term because like my, my PTSD is not right because that is what I think. I think oh boy, you know, uh, a team um uh, uh you know the, like the Clippers coming in hurt that should make it easier for the Jazz and. You know, I have a lot of memories of the Jazz blowing games like this to a Houston team that, you know, without Harden and um, uh, whoever else they have on that team, uh, you know, run, or the Nuggets running out eight players and beating the Jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. But really, the, it also comes down to um, the, the Clippers, you know, felt like this was almost a must-win game for them because their back's against the wall and they had to come out. And um, this is sort of like a, I think the Clippers came out and, and counterpunched correctly. Logan, is there something about this Jazz team now that you're not confident in anymore? Uh, I'm not confident in any of it. Um, and in full disclosure, I did talk about how I wasn't scared of the Suns last week. Um, the uh, You know, the odd part is is my PTSD didn't creep in. I saw the Kawhi news and, like, because I had finally so been convinced. did we lose only Logan or do we? Can't hear me? I, I can hear Logan just fine. Yeah, Jared went. Jared went fuzzy, weird. But uh, the the interesting part was I didn't uh, I didn't get PTSD when I saw the Kawhi news and the and the and the Chris Paul news. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is finally it. Like the path is opening up. This is not the same old Jazz, and they came out and they did the same old Jazz thing. Um, I understand that some of it's not necessarily you know the Jazz's fault. No Mike Con- no no Mike Connolly. Uh, the eyeballs clearly show that Donovan Mitchell is not right, and he's not right at all. It's getting worse by the second, it feels. Um, at the same time, though, I think we did a lot of discounting of guys, um, talked a lot of trash about Tyrone Lou. talked a lot of trash about Paul George, and Paul George is, you know, whether the people want him in or not, the, the, they've won three straight games, and Paul George has been a huge part of that. And uh, I don't, I don't, I, I I will reluctantly say I don't understand much about basketball, but what I can I can I can easily see with my eyes is that Tyrone Lue is making adjustments. Yeah, and he's um, getting more out of his team and his squad, and that's why they're winning games. That's um, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to do the Quinn slander thing because that's not really what I don't. I think there's things that he needs to be criticized for, but as people tend to do, they're taking it too far. But what I'm saying is, we just discount these guys. We get this like big head, like we've got it all figured out, and. Like your defensive, your your strategy is that you just you just think that Paul George is just gonna just, you know, our 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 strategy is he's he's gonna be on uh, Joe Ingles' shoulders in a cute meme. Like that's our strategy. <laughs> that's a hell of a strategy. Like, oh, and, the Jazz. Lou's terrible. He, we, we have a huge coaching advantage. Well, how many titles? How many titles does Quinn Snyder have? He's got none. Right. Tyrone Lou's got titles, and the thing people forget about Tyrone Lou is he was like he was like the premier coach in waiting for a very very long time. And so people get disrespectful because they just don't want to know. They want to throw out the word casual to everyone and call everyone casual. They're casuals because they didn't take the time to learn who Tyrone Lue was. Right. And he, he's been a good coach. He's always been a good coach. Yep. And he's, been, he's, been, he's been a great mind. And people – he was long sought after before anyone knew who Quinn Snyder was. Quinn Snyder was sniffing coke 
off of the backsides of who who knows who when Tyrone Lewis is the next guy in line. So just <laughs> like it's just it, obviously this is not none of this is going to age well. We're all going to wake up in the morning and and try to figure out what's better, but. Like, I just don't know. I don't, what do we take away? Like, what do we do? There's all kinds of things. It's everything. It's like the injuries. It's, it's the adjustments by the other side that we can't have. They played five out. I tweeted Jared. They had the, they played, you guys watched the fourth quarter. They yep. went small and they played five out. Yep. And it caused us all kinds of issues defensively. That's what getting played off the court is. Am I wrong? Um, it, well, what's what's the narrative for? Because we couldn't we, we we couldn't get stops when he did stop. It's not Rudy's fault. He's seven foot tall center. He's not supposed to have to be able to guard those. Well, guys. well, but my like, issue, my issue is it felt like people were um, forcing that rotation too, and like like Rudy was having to guard somebody at the basket, and then he had another guy that he had to go and try to run out and guard that was getting open because people were rotating off to the either the wrong rotation, missed rotation, slow rotations. It, it's how the team is playing. It is not – I'm not going to blame this all on Quinn because the lackadaisical play, the – I don't know I don't know what to call what Royce was doing on offense because, man, he looked awful. Um, But, yeah, it, it's there's so many things. But I, I agree with you. It's not – you can't just pin this all on the coach. There's, there's so many issues, and missing Mike Conley is a huge one. But – but and yeah, we can't that we don't have the personnel to go five out really. I mean, we we went we went all in on two two bigs, um, and you, you know, I mean, Rudy's one of our best players, so taking him him off the court hurts us so badly that mm-hmm. a true five out lineup is is a weakness for this team, and a five out lineup is an even bigger weakness when they get in transition because that's what they have been trying to kill us with is the transition play and the problem is we're not going we're quinn talked about it tonight he wanted our guys to try to push push the pace get in transition so we can get easy buckets so donovan wasn't having to carry such a huge load in the half court and, yeah and, man, they did and they did that in the first half and it was i mean it wasn't a comfortable lead but at least we were competitive yeah um uh, yeah no no the the uh the the irony being i think all week it was leading up to because like you said we haven't recorded since there was you know we want to record after wins but also there hasn't been a win for us to record after um but uh the, the big the big news all over the twitter was just you know rudy wasn't playing enough right leading up to this game and then in this game it was almost like okay he played the whole like almost the whole second half but it just you know not again not all rudy's fault but just just the the irony was just palpable you know it's just what's what that's what i i guess that's where i come back to is philosophically there are there are injuries but what is there is there a philosophical flaw in the way the jazz are approaching basketball that's that's my question or just i i understand it could be a knee-jerk reaction but like i just i can't can't help but wonder i think watching the last three games i think our only roster flaw is that we're missing another guy that can actually um that's athletic and an athletic guy who can guard the perimeter or something. Somebody, um, you know, I, I was talking to somebody earlier and they said, hey, the Jazz should just, you know, try to throw everything they can to get a guy like Pascal Siakam because he'd be a great fit. He's athletic. He can guard the perimeter. He actually can shoot a little bit too. And it's like, I don't know if we have the assets to get him, but, I mean, if you package enough picks and, and some random developmental prospects, maybe you can. Because uh, it looks like the Raptors might be rebuilding, I, I, and, and th- I'm not I'm not one for blowing up the team. I think the core we have is good. I I think that there's room for some improvement to to shore up our weaknesses, though. Um, 
I, I just don't know. I don't know how to address it, and I'm not a GM. I don't know if anybody would be, even be interested in what we we'd have to offer. So, I mean, it is what it is. Hmm. All right, I have that was it. that was everything. Who we gave you everything? Yeah, yes. uh, emptying the clip. I wrote, <laughs> the Clippers <laughs> emptied their bag on us, and you're emptying our. Clip, I, I wrote so. down um, uh, uh, a lot of notes here. Um, I, I you guys were on a roll, so I just let you go. And uh, I'm going to try to go through them again. Um, uh, yeah, so Logan, you brought up um, uh, the whole playoff P thing because that was that was a funny thing. Um, uh, people brought up it was like, hey, and a lot of reasons why Jazz fans were confident because they just assumed that this playoff P thing is a real thing. And I, here, I'm all for people like clowning on players. Like if you're a fan and you want to clown on a player, you want to clown on Paul George, you want to clown on Devin Booker, you want to clown on Ben Simmons. And I think that's fun and that's funny and that's okay and however me like if i'm analyzing a game if i am trying to make predictions or like just talk about these things in um uh you know in a more unbiased way i guess uh it's hard for me to be like you know the devin booker versus donovan mitchell talk i was like those guys are the same tier those guys are in the same stratosphere those guys you you could probably interchange them and they'd be the same player you know um, uh, you know, if all of a sudden the Jazz had Devin Booker um, instead of you know Trey Lyles, and then the Suns had somehow got Donovan Mitchell, the teams would be on the same tra- trajectory. You know, you can't convince me otherwise. Um, but you know, it, it, it is as, as you said, Logan. Um, you know, you're you're counting on the other player, just like sucking, and and that's why um, uh, uh, you're not doing well. And you know, if you're the Jazz, if you're a fan, like maybe you should um, uh, be cheering for that the your team. Um, uh, is the one making them suck uh, and 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 playing, uh, playing them off the floor or making them um, making them work for what they need. And the Jazz have not been doing that in this series against the Clippers here. Um, and then we we're talking about how Rudy, um, uh, even though he played, you know, again, you know, there's all the talk on Jazz Twitter about Rudy needs to play more minutes. He did play more minutes uh, this game. Um, but the problem is, is, is the same problem that we've talked about since the last offseason and. After game two, I thought, oh, okay, may- maybe wow. the Jazz have figured out something with perimeter defense. May- maybe Bogey is not getting played off the floor. And I don't think, I don't, again, it's not Bogey's the problem. It's the whole Jazz um, uh, defense is, is the problem um, uh, besides Rudy. Um, uh, Royce, Royce, again, I mean, even without Kawhi Leonard, um, uh, they're, they're moving the ball really well. They're long, they're athletic. And the Jazz, um, and part of it is um, uh, the Donovan injury. Like, Donovan's talking about how he, uh, um, is is gonna play through it? Um, he, you want to hear you want to hear a direct quote from like five minutes ago? Sure. Okay, he said this is the first time in his career where he has had to play on the floor because he cannot move. So basically, he's saying he can't jump like he can usually jump. His above the rim game and whatnot isn't there. I I mean I I, I love Donovan, probably one of my favorite jazz players of all time. Um. And I, I get the gazemanship of he did after he got. I don't. I don't know when he got injured. I mean, maybe it was the Paul George push. Maybe it was before that or whatever. Um, Feels like he, it was maybe, before that, and then maybe that made maybe, it worse. I don't know. Maybe it's um. Uh, maybe he wasn't fully healthy in game one for game one of the, uh, of the Grizzlies um uh, series. Um. But you know, all of a sudden now that the Jazz are down three two, now he's saying that he can't jump. Now he's like, like all right. I mean, there's gazemanship and whatever, but. You know, three games ago, yeah, I'm good. You know, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't really dig that too much. If you're going to go out and make your other statements, all the other, all the other right. games, you know, I mean, it's, it's, 
I, I, we all can see it. It's true. We're not. I'm not. I'm not disputing the facts that he's hurt. We can all see it. It's just. It's just a weird. It's just one of those things that he still does that kind of, from a maturity level, irked me. I guess. Yes. Um, because it's just we can see it. I mean, Mike. It, it just gets worse and worse by the second. And like you said, Jared, who knows when it happened? We want to blame Paul George, but as Kawhi Leonard showed us. Um, it doesn't take even much contact at all to re-aggravate yourself. I mean, they're playing the most athletic sport that exists yep. for the most part, right? Yep. Constantly banging ankles and legs, and yep. you just never—you never know when it can happen. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, that's that's that, that's that, that's a bummer, and it's all, um, it's, it's it's all a bummer. What were we talking about? Who before we were talking about Don Mitchell? There's something we were talking about. I had a point to it. Now I'm Devin Booker playoff out. P. Devin Booker playoff P. Um, uh, uh, you know, just clowning on guys. But like dis- discrediting their their actual ability, um, uh, right. uh, you know, like I'm, uh, you know, calling, you know, I, I think it's funny to call him push on P a playoff P, but to to think that he all of a sudden he's not, you know, a world class player is is, uh, you know, uh, I, that, that's what I was talking about before, and then we talked about uh, perimeter defense um, and how we thought, you know, maybe wait, Bogey's not getting the floor. It's just that the Jazz collectively right now, whatever four guys they have out there is, is, is getting them. Um, uh, they're getting put in the so-called blender or the pinball machine. Um, uh, and they're, they're missing rotations. And part of it is Donovan is injured. And so, I mean, they're playing four and a half on five uh, on the other end. So, yeah, no, one thing, yeah, that does that. I remember what I was going to say. I think one thing that gets discredited, and I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it pop up too much. I didn't see it much on Twitter and I didn't see it. I haven't seen it since before and after game, but at halftime, like, like the first half, they were absolutely sloppy and careless with the basketball. There was so many turnovers that were just unnecessary, unforced, uh, lack of lack of focus and attention. Yeah, we and it was it was, it was exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It was nuts because you you had that incredible offensive first and second quarter, but after one, you're up one point. After uh, half after two, points. you're only up five. Yeah, and, and and you know some of that could be again. You can point at the defense. We couldn't figure out how defensively to stop them, but also. I don't even know how many turnovers were in the first half, but if half of those turn into points at the right time, that could be the mental break. So much of what happened tonight, some of it was schematic and adjustments by Lou and, you know, good on him for figuring out. But a lot of it was psychological too. Like if you do something to really break these guys, you know, it may not get to where it goes because I just, it's just, there was so much, the first half with the turnovers, we were just, we were, I think we lost sight of it all because the first, there was just so many ridiculous offensive things happened. It was just, mesmerizing but there were so many possessions that just they just they, they were just they just gave it to him and who knows what that could have turned out to be um you know injuries or injuries are not and this is this is something that like the last three games i've watched this and i get that we're short Connolly, and donovan is what he is but like i watch this like they'll and that's all part of this thing so if they're full strength i don't know how i feel about it but like if we're going back to the discrediting of people we people discredited paul george Tyrone Lou and the Clippers as a whole, right? They're just not that good. We want them. They wanted us. We're going after them. Do you guys watch these games and not feel like we like if we somehow get past the Clippers even before tonight happened? I felt like it was lucky. Like the um, Clippers feel like the better team, right? And I understand. Yeah, and, and, and with a, with a full strength too, Donovan and and Donovan and and Mike. I I don't know. Maybe we're in the mix if they have a healthy Kawhi. Like a healthy Kawhi is is maybe worth. Is it fair to say that a healthy Kawhi is worth Mike Connolly and? Thirty percent of Donovan, yeah. So, so I, I don't. At, at a minimum, yeah. I am. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just I lost my train of thought, but um, yeah. I mean, it, it is what I mean. I, I get the what I've been trying to do all year, and this is why I've been doing temperature checks and fear and all this stuff. Like, it's like, what was I thinking in March? 
you know, and what was I thinking in February? What was I thinking in April? And at some point during the season, maybe halfway through, I, I said to myself, you know what? I think this team is it. I think this team has a chance. I mean, I never, I, I start to believe, right? You know, Jared, unfortunately, has not had a chance to start believing yet, which is a shame. Um, but uh, wait, stop doing what? You you haven't had a chance to believe in this Jazz team yet. Um, uh, you need you needed one more you needed one more win, and they still haven't given. It He's to ready to crank that spigot open, and yeah, now it's yeah, just it's, it's, you know if they win Game Six, he can start believing now. So, um, this takes one win. And so, yeah, I guess I should just turn on don't don't stop believing and be like the the ten percent of Jazz Twitter right now because ninety percent is going in on how horrible the team is. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a contrarian. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, no. I mean, it, it, it is weird because you do try to find some sort of balance when you watch all this shake out in front of you. And, right. <clears throat> I mean, I just, I just think I, again, if if the Clippers are fully healthy and the Jazz are fully healthy, I think it's a toss up series. I, I think they might be slightly better. Doesn't mean we can't beat them, but I think they might have been. They might be slightly better fully fully going. Right. But it's just it's just one of those weird things where we were just you know not we and again fan. Twitter doesn't influence what happens on the court. Like we can bet. I mean, we are the, we are the Twitter podcast. So we just make, you know, commentary on what's going on, but just, I, you know, just the disrespect to the Clippers was just nuts. Yeah. Um, and, um, nuts. Yeah. And it's, uh, uh, you know, uh, so I, I write this on off season here. Okay. So we'll talk about some head coaching stuff. Cause I'm a, even Tiffany Don just tweeted out. Um, uh, uh, and I was tweeting her, because she says I'm a Quinn's getting out coach. You can admit it. I'm like we're we are literally talking about this right now. Like how how does she know? Um, but who um, said that? Uh, Tiffany Don, um, uh, you know, fed, real friend of the podcast, Tiffany Don. Um, uh, so and you know she, she, she <laughs> real she, friend. Yeah, she 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 unblocked she unblocked Dragon Squash and everything too. Even after I, I'm she did. we interact we interact on occasion now. It's, <laughs> that, that never even happened before. <laughs> wow, so. amazing. <laughs> um, but uh, is she a fickle friend? Yeah. I can't tell. That's so, a that's a band in case you don't know. I still don't know why I was blocked. To be yeah, honest. She, neither does she. So you know, but <laughs> I, I do like making up. I do like making up weird reasons in my head why you were blocked. So it is it is fun for me. Um, yeah, that's so, absolutely the most entertaining part about him having been blocked in the first place. Yeah, to be fair, <laughs> I, I have started um a uh, head or start, started off season podcasting ideas in my head. Um, uh, you know, not because I think the the Jazz are going to lose soon. It's just because like you know I, I have to think ahead and off season is part of my favorite thing. But I like, head oh, coaching who and. I, Who's the man? I, I told you I, I believe for I believe since uh, Jazz of Five, so um, anyway, uh, head coaching is just one of these weird things that whether Quinn or Tyloo is a better coach, I don't know if that is a huge difference, right? Like, um, I don't know if like if you say put the Tyloo on the Jazz uh, bench right now, and then all of a sudden that's what puts you over the top. It's just sometimes there's a better fit, and there's a whole long tirade of it. And um, uh, you know, can we please put all these like so-and-so is a top whatever coach away just for a little bit then i can form my thoughts for the off-season pod about head coaching what it means um uh, in the in the nba here um so we're talking about like off-season or like i'm uh, you know i think logan says something about like questions in the off-season or or somebody or maybe i'm just bringing it up one of those two um because the jazz lose right uh th- there's going to be a a large amount a number of people who are going to be like well the jazz weren't at full strength Next year, you know, and I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but uh, I've certainly thought it is that like I don't think there's a next year for the Jazz. I think this is this is it. This 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 group right here, with the main pieces, 
um, outside of Donovan and, and Rudy. I think this team is the one shot that you have at it. And if you don't, I believe, I mean, if either they do, either the Jazz win the championship, I believe that this offseason they need to go back to the drawing board and come up with something else, something new. You know, and that's going to be some hard conversations about Boyan and Mike Conley, um, Jordan Clarkson, um, and some and some other things that can uh, just because even if they win, um, you know, my theory is that if they win, the you know a lot of the Jazz players are going to be playing the Olympics too. Uh, we saw what happened to the Lakers in the Heat with a very short off season. This is why I don't think there's a next year for the Jazz. Um, and there's, the easy thing is that if the Jazz lose, uh, oh man, I don't want to. I don't. I, no, we're, no, we're not going down that road. No, you're and, not going to fight if we have this conversation. I, is, it, is that because you think it's a philosophical? Just the, the guys with these guys maxed oh, out. Because, because who's it. starting to sound like LeBron? And like, yeah, I knew that they would be injured, and there's no next year because. They had no rest and blah blah blah. Bo- Bogey didn't rest most of his career, so, and he's he's been fine. I mean, it's very that I'm not a doctor and you're not a doctor, and I don't want to have that discussion. And there's, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I'm uh, I'm not really. But the 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 question at hand is, um, will there be philosophical questions about um, uh, you know, if, if the Jazz don't make it this year, and they say okay, we we can bring back. The core pieces, you know, the top seven players in the NBA, um, or in the, in the NBA, in the Jazz, um, uh, you know, how comfortable and you know, iPhone don't feel that comfortable um, uh, bringing back them, um, uh, you know, the top seven or eight guys on this team, um, really outside of uh, Rudy and and Donovan. Um, so that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with that. But again, that's more of a, you know, let's 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 see what happens Friday and Sunday, and then the next round, the next round before we before we get into that. Uh, but I, I think there there can be some conversations to be had about like okay, because um, you know if, if the Jazz decides to bring back whoever, um, we're gonna assume that the Jazz are gonna start in the, in the uh, luxury tax or sorry above the salary cap. There's not that many tools to add um uh, you know who we think the Jazz need to add. Um, so I don't know, Logan. Let me. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's too far ahead. Maybe we should focus more on game six. Do you want to focus on game six, or do you want to talk about something else? I I have no. I don't have any clue as to what they do, and that's the that's the biggest thing I've been. I'm like befuddled about is what do we do in game six? Well, like, what do we this? like? Like what what do we do? To, what do we do? I mean, you just hope that they have a really bad night because we keep saying they're they're not going to do this. They're not going to do this. But like they've had three really they've had three really good games where they've convincingly beat us. Um, and I, and they, they are, they, they are, they, I think I've heard and seen they're, they're, they were a pretty good three point shooting team all season. So, yep. you know, as much as we want to say that, you know, it's anomalies, is it though? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what we do. I don't know you guys, how, uh, you guys saw the Tony the Jones tweet, right? And no, I, I don't, I haven't blocked. So okay. No. So there's a, there's a Tony Jones tweet that was like a halftime, like, okay, you know, if you're a Clippers fan, you got to feel pretty happy that. The Jazz shot 17 threes and, you know, high percentage and did all this, and you're only down five. And there was some anger to that tweet, and I was like, okay, so where, where's the anger coming from? I know that you guys are angry, but why? And nobody really – I mean, one person um, uh, did get back to me, and uh, it was uh, uh, Tony uh, Tony Parker, TJ Park 90. I was just like, you know, Tony's – Oh, spitting hey, out shout out to my – that's my cousin, man. Oh, shout right. out to- well, there you go. Um, uh, he just said, you know, Tony's just telling facts, and um, uh, obviously – 
did turn out to be um, uh, kind of true. Jared, um, uh, do you have any hope um, uh, for Game Six here? Um, uh, you know, the Jazz have not really stopped the Clippers, and we've got a limited Donovan. And I told a friend of the pod, AJ Busey, shout out AJ Bus B U S S underscore. I think is his new Twitter handle since the jazz fan reported him for saying Grizzlies in seven because he was trolling. Um, um, nope, no, fair. I think that was fair. <laughs> unfair. <That's> fair. <laughs> anyway. He was wrong, so fair. We're still fighting. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, I mean, I think we don't win this series without Conley, period. Okay. So, I mean, so guys, so let's, let's, let's lean into that. So now Conley... <sighs> I don't think he's healthy enough to play. However, neither do. It's an elimination game. Like, this is you know this is this is the must win game for the Jazz. We're, we're at must win territory now. Um, do we see him pull a James Harden and come and and try to play? I don't know. Right, because um, uh, I mean you that know, is risky. Yeah, he I talked he talked about it today, like how um, uh, it was a small setback, and he. I mean, I don't. Again, I mean, this is just pure, pure speculation. If Mike Conley played, I don't think he would play nearly as limited as James Harden looked um, uh, the other night. Um, I think uh, I think Mike Conley would be, you know, fairly helpful and uh, maybe just some, uh, you know, a little bit pressure off Donovan. Um, It it is a dangerous situation, especially with Conley being um, at thirty three and with the contract on the line. Um, Yeah. But let's say let's say um, uh, Conley plays and he is. 90% 90% of, of, of what he was. Um, you know, does, does that change your opinion, Jared? I think we win game six. Okay. All right. Uh, Logan, um, uh, does, does the 90% Mike Conley give you, you know, confidence that the Jazz can beat the, the Clippers? Uh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, mean... <laughs> I don't think we're going to see it, so I'm having a hard time picturing well, it. Why? Yeah. I mean, why the f not? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, the one thing that I, all I go back to is just the only the only ray of hope I have is just sometimes just weird stuff happens in basketball, and you don't know how or why. Like, I still don't know how and why the Clippers all of a sudden just became unbeatable for three straight games. I mean, they pretty well handed handed it to us in games three and four. It wasn't just like, oh, hey, they beat us. Like, oh, they, no. really, they really beat us. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a real whooping. So, yeah. I mean, things can change, and maybe, maybe the uh, maybe the rally together because Kawhi's out starts to expose itself. I don't know. Maybe they find something defensively to adjust to. Maybe I don't know because maybe that that Kawhi news only came out today, and they didn't know what to do. I, I, I don't know. It just if it, it just it doesn't. Nothing's felt comfortable this whole series. Even the first two that we won, it all it always just feels uncomfortable. Um, just like those those leads tonight at halftime, they all felt uncomfortable. Uh, after and that, the whole series felt uncomfortable. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. And so, I, I still just can't believe that we lost. They don't have Kawhi Leonard, guys. They don't. Oh, have, they, don't they don't have him. <laughs> yeah. We still lost. Yeah, I know. After, it, uh, hey, it, it, it felt like we didn't really have a chance in the second half. Like once they took the lead, it felt like. Hey, you guys want to hear some fun hot takes from Twitter? Oh, Tony's having discussions with people, I guess, oh. and then people are like, "Hey, if I want Juwan Morgan over Ning," and then he said, "Quinn hasn't played him all season, but you want him now." <laughs> I mean, and I, I get this. It's, it's the it's the whole unknown thing. Like, I mean, we love yeah. we love the unknown commodity because we think the known commodity is trash. But again, it's just it's like it's like it's, it's the, I really don't think Juwan is in playing shape to be able to play. 
It's, it's, not even just, it's, it's not even just that. Like, yeah, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's not as good as Yang, which is which is you know I know crazy because you know George has played pretty awfully uh, this whole series, and um, uh, but I, again, it's the uh, there's a lot. This okay. Let's go down this rabbit hole for a little bit. You know, your eleven through fifteen is probably not better than your than your your nine or ten. There's a reason why those guys are like it. it it's basically wow. hell Mary territory. Like, oh, might as well because nothing else has worked. Like, that's not really how coaching goes. That's not really how coaching works. Like, well, you know, might as well throw it out there and see what happens. Like, um, uh, you know, th- there's a reason why these guys go through practice and stuff and and evaluations and. I mean, if you if you think unless that, you're the Clippers, I'm pretty sure they've played all like I put, I'm pretty sure they played 17 guys in this series. And that's also, um, uh, you know, that's that's fair. And, you know, the Jazz. Um, a lot of people didn't talk about how the Jazz didn't make moves in the middle of the season or beginning of the uh, uh, last season. They they were comfortable with the likes of Jarrell and Mie and Juwan, and um, uh, you know the, they they didn't really go get Austin Rivers on the buyout market or they didn't go get somebody else besides them uh, Airson on that buyout or they um, didn't make you know or or, or they uh, gave up on Shaq Harrison too soon um, or didn't use Shaq Harrison correctly I mean there's a lot of like you know little minutia that we could um, uh, go back in hindsight and be like oh yeah that was probably the wrong move right um, you know signing Airson and trading for Matt Thomas uh, seemed like oh pretty good developmental moves I guess but not a move that I don't know though those either of those guys make a difference. I mean, I, I know that some people are talking talk about airsoft. <clears throat> uh, you know who you know who would have made a difference? I don't. I hate I hate this, but I think we were all kind of interested in this name when the draft before the draft. In fact, I know we were because we talked we talked about him with a uh, can uh, Sloan's categorical imperative. Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean. Again, we're we're pining our hopes on um, uh, a rookie that looked really good in Memphis. Um, I know. Yeah. So I mean, it might not have looked good with us. It's possible. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's it's just one of those um, uh, weird things. But again, you know, Desmond Baines looked a lot better. You know, in one year, looked a whole lot better than what um, uh, Doke has done, and you know, would probably have a role versus, you know, Doke and Favors uh, and everything that's happening there, but. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, uh, I, I'm trying to be the positive one here, as everybody else is depressed. <laughs> but if the Jazz can, you know, th- there's no reason for me not to believe the Jazz can't win Game Six. You know, they played pretty horribly on the road, um, and but you know, past performances do not does not guarantee future uh, results. So, um, you know, all the Jazz have to do is go out and win Game Six. That that's really their their only goal right now. Go out and win Game Six. Then guess what? You have Game Seven. Well, I, I feel like it would take a pretty poor showing by the Clippers, which you know maybe they do show up poorly. I don't know. Yeah, man. but yeah, or or maybe the Jazz um, uh, with their backs against the wall, just it just clamped out. I mean, we saw the Jazz in in Game Two able to clamp down on the Clippers for for most of that game. Yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know the, the, there were times when I'm like, all right, we, like we 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 dedicate 20 minutes to how Bogey was shutting down Kawhi Leonard for most part. You know, like I'm like, the defense didn't look, the defense didn't look that awful, and you well, know, that's the that's the weird thing to me because it felt like we threw Bogey at, at at Paul George, we threw Royce at Paul George, and um, obviously Rudy had had some chances, and at Favors, you know, was getting his lunch handed to him by Paul George. Do you want to do you want to hear an a terribly scary stat? Rudy Gobert, uh, 
defensive rate, the Jazz defensive rating with Rudy Gobert in is like 114. Do you want to know what it is with Derek Favors in in place of Gobert? 80? 143. 143. No, oh, no. The higher numbers right, are right, much yeah. worse. Yeah. That's yeah. what I've been saying. Defense, <laughs> defensive ratings, oh. higher numbers are much worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's nothing new. That's been, that's been pretty much what they've been all year. So, um, uh, uh, you know. I think the, it's a little higher than normal. Honestly. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little staggering. It's staggeringly terrible. Paul apparently is pretty good at basketball. <laughs> Who knew? So, um, I mean, we, we all should have. I mean, he's been good before. And and Reggie Jackson and whichever more okay. that is Re- oh boy. No, Reggie, Reggie Jackson. That transformation Ooh. feels like it took place this year. Reggie he, Jackson. He started looking good last series, and then he's just been good. I mean, Reggie Jackson uh, consistent. Was, uh, it's weird. Reggie Jackson it's was weird, like a man. twenty-five million, thirty million dollar player at one point. So, you know, I know, but he wasn't great in Detroit. Yeah, well, I, mean, well, I don't even know that. Reg- I don't even know that Reggie Jackson was like even in the rotation. I think he was like a, a mid-series adjustment. And we 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 were we were talking one we were talking one point on this podcast this season about Re- uh, Reggie Jackson not even knowing which team he was on. <laughs> I very distinctly remember because I thought yeah. Reggie Jackson's a solid guy, isn't he? Yeah, he's and then in, uh... I looked him up and he said he was at, you know alphabetically I guess was just listed at the bottom of their roster. I think he, uh... Uh, but he, he's he's looked. He, I mean, he, it's not just the shot making. It's just that he's looked like a leader. He's made man. great decisions. Yeah, he's yeah. and he's he's come up big in big moments. Like Co- shout out to crazy. him because it feels. This feels like um, I don't know if they're going to be able to afford to bring him back. That's crazy. I would take Reggie Jackson on this team. Shoot. I mean, to bring him back is like I mean, he signed for. I think he signed as a bio guy. So you know, that's yeah. That's the thing. That's the thing. I mean, they're 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 going to have trouble bringing him back, and he's well, going to go somewhere else for well, more money. When you're built like when you're when your team built like Clippers, you're not worried about the fringe guys that oh, you bring back. You, you're, I know. You, I'm you, just, um, I'm just you know, I know. You're, you're, I'm just you're, you're, using. You're, you're worried about Kawhi and Paul George, and then everything else falls into place because you have Kawhi and Paul George. No, but yeah, so. Reggie Jackson is some crazy found money, right? That's it'll, awesome. It'll, if it's not Reggie Jackson, you know, next year it'll be whoever gets bought out next year, you know, because that's how the bio market works for teams like the super teams, you know, the Nets, the. Yeah, everyone's look good. Canards look good. Uh, Patrick Beverly's look terrible, but that's about it. Um, I mean. Even 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 his name Terrence is that his first name Terrence Mann? Yeah, Terrence Mann, I mean, a guy that didn't play <laughs> in game Mann two. Terrence Mann has been a bucket this year. You haven't watched the Clippers if you haven't seen uh, Terrence Mann look nice. So he, no, uh, I have, but he wasn't playing before though. Like he, <laughs> no, I, I, I thought he's I thought he's one of the most pleasant surprises of the Clippers all season. But he go go. I think if you go back and check the minutes in the playoffs up until the last couple games, he hasn't played at all, which I found interesting. Yeah, but that's a, he uh, he's look he's look. They've all looked decent it's it, just it's nuts to me it's funny how narratives work because i'm uh, after the first two games the narratives were like oh uh, called, i keep wanting to say doc rivers ty Lue. the jazz deepest team and now we're now the clippers look way deeper no it's, not, it's uh, the, the the one was ty, the narrative i'm talking about was ty Lue. i'm uh i'm uh use like oh my 50 different um uh, uh lineups and like it was like that's that, that was like oh that's that's gonna be bad but then all of a sudden it was oh he used all these lineups to figure out which one worked and he found it and um, yep. uh, there it is. So you know that's he used a bunch yeah, of different. He sure like, did, man. Like in the, the narratives of that's like the exact opposite of Quinn, right? Like using way a whole bunch of different rotations. Um, and again, this goes into a whole deeper thing. It's like what we think is a good thing. You know, like is being a long tenured coach a good thing? Like well, I mean, look at the ones that look at the coaches that have won championships for the past decade. You know, how how many of them have been with the team longer than three or four years? So. Uh, you know, Spolstra and a, maybe that's it. Oh, Spolstra and PJ. Uh, no, not PJ. What's his name? Dallas guy. 
Rick, Rick Carlisle? I mean, Jim Carrey lookalike. Yeah, I, mean, I, guess, I guess that was ten years ago. Yeah, I, I think so. a lot. Of, I think a lot of Mavericks fans would feel like they're teetering into the same area we are, though. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's, 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 it's a weird stat. Up. It's like it's like made the playoffs like eight years, yeah. but one was a championship. All the rest were first round knockouts or something. Yeah, the, the Greg um, is, But is, that's yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's the part we don't know. Is we, you know, one of the things we talked about constantly was the Jazz are going to have to do something that we've never really seen any team do before. And you know, the injuries, the injuries put kind of a they they they, they do kind of put an asterisk next to it, and you just want to you don't know what it was going to be, but it's going to it is going to be interesting because that's that's you, you guys are both hitting around ahead. It, it comes down to me is like philosophically, is this team is this philosophical approach the one that can get you a championship and. Yeah. It's it may and it may remain a great unknown because we just never got all of our horses. But um, you know, my my rebuttal to that is always going to be they don't have their biggest horse right now either. Yeah, and so I don't know how much you know. It's just it's 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 going to be a very interesting season, and I know that everyone wanted us to quote unquote enjoy the ride, which I thought was a crock of. I'll, I'll save that for <laughs> next time. I'm not going to do it on that road because if we win, the rant will be, be will not be as good. But I, I just don't know how you can look at this and be pleased, especially with what came out today. Like, yeah, like that was this is this is this is probably if, if this does go down, and I pray to God it doesn't. This is the most. This has got to be one of the more monumental, disappointing collapses. The the, the road the road was paved for us. It was wide open. Yeah. Injuries or not, it was it was right there. Yep, the path a... to the finals was right there. You, you you could have possibly got Chris Paul maybe for no you know maybe out two to three games. Yeah, I mean it's I mean... it's 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 unbelievable. And then at that point you got to you got to I know people don't want to do this, but you got to go back and look at the bubble last year, uh... and you got to start to ask yourself what is it? What are we? So. The bubble where um, you know all, all that's erased if we win the next two games, I guess. But. Donovan Mitchell became an IG superstar in the bubble, so good for him. <laughs> I did. That is one of my favorite stories. I'm like, like damn, Donovan, just it's a great story. It. it really is. Like he's living his best life at 23. Like I was like, God, I wish I was having that much sex at 23. So, but you know, we well, just need our version of the Suns and four guy. We need but, a Jazz and seven guy. Who's just here's what man. I want to ask you. Who? Here's what I want to ask you. Are you sure it's not a porno? Because I <laughs> that he was watching. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, no, I'm sure. I'm. Uh, you know, it could have been, but I'm. Uh, I. You choose to believe it was a person. Got it. Okay. I that's, believe that Donovan. That's could, fair. Um, uh, I just remember digging up a, a wild thread and tweet and sending it to Logan, and this that was like one of my fondest memories of. <laughs> oh, the of my friendship with Logan. I believe <laughs> that. That, that, that was a, that was a guy like the guy, the guy like, called out the scene. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like insane. I was like, "What the heck is?" Twitter is insane. <laughs> um, I believe Donovan Mitchell um, uh, gets laid um, uh, very regularly. So, um, uh, well, uh, well, duh. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, Maybe he should a little less. Take a little pressure off that ankle. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's, that's always what they told you. That's what they always told you to kill the old legs, right? Yeah. That's uh, you know. I mean, he's got you got, got to keep training somehow, right? Um. So, boy. Donovan's never coming on this podcast. <laughs> so that was a bad idea to bring that up. All right. So, guys, um, uh, yeah, game six, um, uh, you know, I feel pretty confident. Um, uh, I think the Jazz, again, only because um, uh, what I said in March and February and April was I thought this Jazz team was different. And maybe they'll show me, maybe they'll show me, prove me wrong that um, uh, they were the same old Jazz this whole time and I and I was fooled. And I can be okay with that. Like, that's fine. All right. You know, I, I've been fooled before, so. Um, but you know, uh, I'm hoping that uh, that we see the the fight, and it might be too much. Maybe you know, no Conley. Maybe I'm uh, you know Donovan Limited. 
I mean, we we got a great bogey game, right? Okay, you know, we had a great Clarkson half. Um, great bogey half. He was okay in the second half, but he wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, things change. <laughs> I mean, it just. I, I feel like the Clippers were did a really good job getting him out of being involved in the game, and that really hurt us. Yeah. Um, Clippers or Jazz? They, they, they did a phenomenal job of weathering that first half storm. Yeah. Like there was. That was masterclass, man. That was nuts. I don't know. Like you got, as, as I've thought and I've sat and thought about, like I, I don't believe momentum exists from game to game. So I don't think this. Thank you. You know, I, I think I think that's I think the game six is going to be its own animal. It's just the like they said, the discouraging part is they dismantle us in different ways for three games, and that's where coaching yeah. and execution takes place. But you know, I think I think that we do get Connolly to some form, just because what are you waiting for? And from the Jazz perspective, like if you don't play, like you'll never play again for the Jazz. So I don't know why the Jazz care about Conley's next contract. I don't think it's Conley holding himself out. So yeah, I don't think um, so either. Then again, well, I'm sure that there's a certain reporter that'll leak out whatever they want him to get to the to the world. But um, the uh, at the end of the day, like he, he, I think he gets to play, and if he has any sort of impact, that that could be the, that could be the difference for us. And maybe maybe this was the the uh, Clippers riding the high of let's rally together because we're down our guy, you know? I mean, we're, we're confident that Kawhi's not coming back, right? <laughs> or or he's going to come out of the tunnel, like WWE style, like the last, <laughs> is he the last entrant of the Royal Rumble? No, there was a lot of hedging, man. I don't know. If it goes seven, I think he might come back. I don't know. Yeah, they said they, they said five and indefinitely, right? But then there was ACL, but like no real confirmation. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah. I also heard like a lot of hedging on different reporters saying different stuff. So it's tough, man. I honestly don't know. I mean, yeah, we'll see. So uh, this is the first time the Jazz have lost three games in a row. So we'll see. If, <laughs> let's see if it's the first Ray. time the Jazz team will lose four in a row. Um, uh, you know, uh, in a, in a different gentleman's type sweep. Um, <laughs> at least, I mean, you know, as Mac Jazz said, I'm at least we're not the Sixers. At least he didn't blow a 26 point lead. So that's that's something. We're gonna pull a, we're gonna pull a, well as long as we don't, I mean if if we take it to seven, I will take heart in in knowing that we took a series to seven, that wasn't with the just the Nuggets, you know, because I feel like this Clippers team is even better than that Nuggets team last year, so. And the Jazz, um, uh, uh, oh boy, I don't remember what to say. Eh, whatever. Um, okay. Um, uh, um, Jared, any um, uh, last parting thoughts for us? Um. I mean, Jazz and Seven is very much alive, and I'm just going to ride with that. I mean, I'm going to be watching Game Six regardless, so I can I can uh, be optimistic about a potential out- a nice outcome for myself, or you know, I can just hate my hate watch it, and I don't want to do that. It sounds awful. All right, I'm a Dragon Squatch. I'm a, any shout outs or any final thoughts for you for you for you there? No, no one's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> the existential crisis. Uh, dude, I I woke up today and like there's some other stuff going on in the world, but I thought I woke up for the first time. I'm like, I, how do you deactivate Twitter? Like, I thought I should de- I should I seem to deactivate Twitter, you know, just for a minute and get through this week. And then all of a sudden, all the Paul George, all the, all the Kawhi and PG stuff came out today. I got sucked in it. And, uh, wow. it's, it's it no, it's just it's, it has nothing to do. With it. It's 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 nothing terrible or deep or depressing. It's just. Sometimes oh, you, you need to focus on other things. But, yeah, you can uh, go to Twitter.com to deactivate. If you, in fact, if you go to Google and search deactivate Twitter from not your phone or use the browser, browser on your phone, and then force it to do the desktop version, and you can deactivate from there. 
And there's some yeah. uh, there there's your Twitter. It's just, it's just teaching me to hate people. I don't like anyone on there. They all irritate me. Oh, especially me. At some point in time, they all can go to hell. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So um, uh, I, I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell uh, G Hadley that you said that. No, not him. He's. I told you, him and his brother are two of the three. They're your golden boy. Here's the here's the secret. I said there's two. There's three people that have never irritated me on Twitter. There are two of them. Who the third one is, we may never know because it may not exist. Um, no, sorry, DJ Honeypaws. Oh yeah, don't leave her away. She, I know for a fact that's a lie that she she has irritated you. Not just on Twitter, but in real life. So I don't know about that. That's never happened, Jared. That's oh, why happened. you always lying? Well, you're gonna, we're going to record this, and then I'll have her record you being irritated, and that'll that'll be. I perfect. don't. She doesn't have any evidence of me being irritated by her. I keep it bottled up inside. <laughs> That's amazing. We we just heard it. Well, if, if you listen Prop carefully, one day exploding in a, in a fiery. If you listen carefully, one day, gonna, one one day I'm going to explode all over DJ Honey Pods. I'm going to blow all over, blow up. Uh, stupid, stupid, sexy podcast. All right. Well, guys, um, uh, you know, hopefully Friday night. Um, uh, I'm planning on being here. Uh, recording uh, a podcast. Uh, we'll see what kind of podcast it is. Uh, Friday night. So we'll see. Record them when we win. Record them when we lose. Right, that's Woo! it. Let's fetch and go, guys. Let's fetch and go. We'll see. Guys. Let's, let's, let's fetch and go. Tweet to come out. I'm just going to be so fired up. Next time. <laughs> fetch is, uh, fetch is, is LDS for 